Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, everyone that's on the call tonight. Um, I just want to let everybody know it's so beautiful to have everyone here tonight. Um, and I'm just feeling great to be back. Uh, last week, it was pretty tough for me and my cousin and my brother. We was knocked out with the cold slash flu. It was just it was just horrible. But by the grace of God, he pulled us through it like he always does. Through any trials or tribulations that may come our way or any trials or tribulations that comes in anybody's life, just have that faith that he'll heal you and he'll, he'll save you from anything that you may be going through, despite of anything that you may have done in the past or present. As long as you have that faith and that um, salvation in you and that and believing in the Lord and what he can do, then anything is possible. But I just thank God for being back here tonight, especially with my cousin right beside me, and I just thank God for that tonight. But at this time, I'd like for uh, my cousin to open up in prayer. Walter, is it okay if you open this up in prayer tonight? No oh, Lord, thank you for letting us come here today for another night to talk about you, Lord, even more about you, Lord, because we already know that this was destined to happen, Lord, tonight, Lord. And, Lord, we just thank you for what you have done in our lives, Lord. You didn't even have to do all these things. You didn't even have to let us breathe another day, Lord, but you let us done it. I mean, Lord, and we thank you for that, Lord. Yes. And, Lord, we love you, we trust you, and we adore you, Lord, with all of our might, with all of our love, with all of our passion, Lord. We just thank you, Lord. We just can't give you enough praise for what you have done in our lives, Lord. Keep the people that's out there doing other things on a Sunday night, but you let us come here tonight to actually pray to you, Lord, and we just thank you for that, Lord. And, Lord, we just thank you as we pray in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. Amen. Beautiful prayer. Thank you for that. Well, I thank God for that tonight. As you can see, we usually do this on Fridays, but we switched the days from for the Sabbath day. It just seemed like it was just more fitting, and we just wanted to do it on a night where we knew that uh, everybody was comfy and everybody was at home cozy. We just wanted to make sure that everybody was as comfortable as well as we are. So with that just being out of the way, we're just going to be doing this every Sunday from now on from the same time, 6 to 6.30. Just wanted to get that out of the way and let you guys know. So just in case you guys want to return back to these calls. But at this time, I'm going to hand it over to my cousin once more. He's going to open this up with his word, and then I will close off with my word. So ladies and gentlemen, my cousin and my partner in holy and matchless uh, this is righteousness in the Lord, Walter. All right. So really great to be here. I know I say every single week, it's really a blessing to be here. It really is. Um, to talk more about the Lord, you know, to be doing other things, but we're here talking about God. So tonight I'm actually going to be talking about patience and pretty much what I've been talking about for the past couple of months has been kind of similar to a kind of thing. And I'm not saying this to say the same thing over and over again. I'm trying to say this to, just in case somebody didn't get it, let's put it more out there. Now, tonight on patience, I got a scripture, and it's First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 through 5, and it says, Love is patient, love is kind, 
It is not envy. It does not boost. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Now, let's look at that. We're just going to marinate that in our heads about what that is trying to tell us here. Now, what is patient when you think about it? And how long does this patient think? I mean, take. Now, what this is trying to tell you is that in order for you to get the love, which is love is patient, and in order for you to get what you need to get to, the patience that you will have to wait for will be cut short if you cut away dishonoring people, if you cut away being proud of things that are wrong mm-hmm. and being self-seeking, being talking with it. You can be confident, but don't be talking with it. That's what we're trying to say here. And with patience is what we're trying to tell is that God takes patience. That's the whole point of patience. And just because it doesn't come right away doesn't mean it won't come at all. And that's what happens with patience. And when you exclude all those bad behaviors, when you exclude all those bad things and all those horrible acts of the devil, then God will move faster for you. Because when he is looking, what he's looking for, he's not looking for somebody who's going to do all these hurtful things to people. And it doesn't even have to be to people. It could be hurtful to yourself. And that's what God is looking for. Because he's sitting up there, you're sitting here, and you're saying, well, God, you told me to wait. You told me to do this. You told me to do that. Why is it still not here? Instead of asking God the question, why don't you ask yourself what is the problem? Mm-hmm. Look, look around. Look around among your surroundings. What, what is wrong with you? What is your problem? What's going on with you? Because God is still asking you the question, like, I'm waiting for you to move, but you're still not moving. You're still sitting inside the same spot I left you at. And what's going on here? Exactly. So I'm going to go to my second uh, my second scripture. It's going to be Proverbs chapter 14, verse 29. And it says, whoever is patient has great understanding, but one who is quick-tempered displays folly. Okay, so let's look at that a little more. It's... Uh, Let's look into this a little more stronger with this one. So it says whoever's patient has great understanding. Uh That's what I was just talking about. When you have patience, things will come quicker. You'll have to understand. You'll understand more things more better. You'll see what God's talking about when you're being patient. When you are not rushing and you're moving away all those things that are happening, you're moving away all those bad friends. You're moving away all those bad chemicals. You're, building, you're moving away all those bad items from your life. And when you move all those things away, you'll have a great understanding. You'll say, oh, well, this is what God was telling me about. This is what God was trying to make me do. This is what he was trying to let me do here. Mm-hmm. But I just wasn't understanding. You see what I did there? I wasn't understanding. I wasn't seeking. I was looking at myself. I was looking at myself. And when I look at self-seeking, I mean that, you're saying, oh, nothing's all right. Mm-hmm. No, nothing, nothing's, nothing's bad going on, I meant to say. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Nothing's bad going on, I meant to say. Nothing's, 
Nothing's going to happen. We're fine here. That's self-seeking. That's 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 what I'm showing. Is that you're so you're so into self. What I mean by that is that you don't have the mind of God. You're thinking from the human kind of thought because the human thought inside a certain situation is like, oh, we just let it be. We just let it be. And God is sitting there saying, no, no. What are you doing? Go seek after that. Go go look after that. It doesn't matter what kind of situation it is. Mm-hmm. Look stronger. Because if you just leave it there, it's going to end up in death. Mm. It's going to end up there. That, that's, that, that, that's what we're trying to move you away from. We're not trying to move you closer. We're trying to move you away from that. Now, death is not a bad thing, first of all. Death is not a bad thing. But we're trying to move you away from the evil death. Is what I'm trying to say. Wow, yeah. That's why I, I don't want nobody to actually be mixed up. I'm not trying to make you move away from death. I'm trying to make you go inside a positive way to go to heaven, to go where God wants you to end up uh, at. We don't want it. Let's say this. We don't, I don't want to make you end up in death. I want to make you end up in eternal life. That's what I'm trying to move you at. So now I'm going to go to my second, going a little too fast, to my third scripture. It says, be joyful in hope. Oh, wait, excuse me. I, I didn't even say what the scripture was. Romans chapter 12, verse 12. And it says, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Now, this is the main event here. This is, this is what you really need to pay attention to. This is what you really need to think about. Amen. When they say be joyful in hope, they mean... Like I was saying with self, don't end it right there. Don't stop your blessings. Don't stop anything that's coming towards you like that. Don't be saying, oh, well, it never happened to me before. I don't, I don't need it. It's fine. It, it won't be a problem. It won't be, a, it won't be a deal. And when you do that, what comes up? A problem. Mm. It's a situation. Because you wasn't thinking about God. You were saying, move away from that place. What, what are we saying? This is, this is a little example. What are we saying to you? Move away from that place. Something's going to happen. And then you say, oh, nothing's going to happen. There was no history of that kind of stuff. And then what happens? There was a shooting down your street wow. because you didn't move. Oh. What, if, what if one of your family members got shot on that shooting? Come on. What if you got shot? What if anything would have happened because you didn't listen to God? That, 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 that's what you need to pay attention to. So when you are in hope, not only do you have to be joyful, like it will happen, but you gotta have faith in it. You gotta think. You, you gotta. You gotta believe that God is gonna move it for you. You can't be saying, "Oh, I don't know about this one." Anything is possible. Nothing is impossible in this word. Nothing, Nothing is impossible. Anything is possible through Christ. Amen. Through Christ, not through man, not through woman, not through dog, not through cat. Mm-hmm. Through Christ. Amen. And when we meet people in prayer, what we mean by that is that when you pray, it's the same thing I was just telling you where you got to believe. You can't pray just to pray. Prayer, people look at us and look at Christians or any kind of domination, they see us praying and they're saying, oh, if I did that, it won't move for me. That's weak faith in prayer because you're saying that, I'm going to pray, but it's not going to do anything. It never did. It never will. 
That's not having faith in prayer because you're not believing that God's going to move for you. When you have faith in prayer, when we, when we look at certain things, nothing can be impossible. Even if it doesn't happen right now, it's going to happen in the near future. It's going to happen even if it's a long future, if it's a near future. But what you recognize is that the more you play with faith and belief and strength and power, the more faster your life will evolve in a positive way. So when you look at patience, the whole thing I want to get you all down to is when you all look at patience, I want you all to look at it in a very strong way because everything through Christ is powerful. It is nothing to be played with. Mm-hmm. And one thing is patience through Christ. Mm-hmm. You see, there's a difference between regular patience and the difference between God's patience or faithful patience. Regular patience is you just waiting to go get your car fixed or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's good. Now you're just looking like, oh, it's taking a long time. I don't know what time I'm going to be getting out of here. I don't know what's taking them so long. God's patience, you'll be sitting there reading the book, sitting there listening to your music, whatever you, whatever you want to do, and then you see it's like, oh, your car is ready. That's God's patience. Because that's just a little small example, but that's how fast God works. Mm-hmm. When you are faithful to him and when you believe, you believe that the car is going to be fixed more faster mm-hmm. because of faith and how strong it is. Mm-hmm. So I hope you got something out of that. And hope oh, you have a great night. Have a great evening. Thank you for joining us tonight. And uh, I'm going to pass it over to my cousin. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. What a word. What a word from God. Thank you, God. That's my cousin, y'all. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. That was very good, Walter. Thank you so much for that. And God's already getting started tonight, and I just thank God for that. It feels good just to be back on here, coming back with another word from the Lord. After that dynamic word from my cousin. Uh, but tonight I'm just coming back here with who and what is the patience, not patience, I'm sorry, the peace <laughs> of God. That peace, you see that patience is all over me from his word. I'm coming with the peace of God. What and who is the peace right. of God? And peace, some people take it for granted sometimes. People want that, that peace, Hallelujah. but they don't understand that you can't have peace if you don't have yourself instilled in God. My Lord. Because if you want that real peace, you can't have peace with demons all around you. You can't have peace while you're sitting in sin. You can't have peace. Never. It's never going to come your way. As long as you sit straight and firm in the Lord, there's going to be a lot of peace coming your way, and you're going to see a lot of doors opening. You're going to be seeing a lot of blessings coming your way. You're going to be yes, seeing a lot God. of uh, just, just stuff settling inside of your soul, Thank personal vendettas against your own self. There's so much peace that it's just, so, it's just crazy how much peace God can give one man and one woman. There's so much in there. I just wanted to say a little bit of scriptures that will signify who and what is peace. Um, coming from Isaiah 26, verse 12. It says, Lord, thou wilt ordain peace for us, for thou also hast wrought all our works in us. Everything that we accomplish in life, everything that we uh, succeed at, we can't do that alone. All these successors for these different video games that are made, everything that has made, every Bible that has been created, God has instructed their bodies and their joints to move and to write these certain passages. God has ordained people to dance a certain way for the Lord and praise dance. You see people praise dance. That's just not them. 
that is the Lord instructing them what to do and how to do something so it can touch somebody. Because sometimes you don't even have to say anything in order for the Lord to move. The Lord can just move by a quickening. The Lord can just move by just a movement in somebody. You, you can be the person. Anybody on the line tonight, you can be used by the Lord. But sometimes everything that we do, no, not all the time, everything that we do, the Lord always is there right there giving a blessing unto you to help somebody else in their career. Like your career can probably be a, uh, a financial worker. You can help somebody else get a different uh, payment plan or something like that. And the Lord can help you through that job. All of your successes in each and every job and workplace is, is ordained by God to make you succeed and never to fail. So when you're out on the landscape of the Lord and you're sending out the word to different brothers and sisters in Christ, don't ever think that your words may sound stupid because sometimes I must admit, sometimes when I'm here, I'd be like, oh, I must have sounded stupid after this. <laughs> I shouldn't feel that way. My cousin shouldn't feel that way. My grandmother shouldn't feel that way. We all are doing something, and everything that we do through Christ is going to succeed. My Some people may not accept it. Some people may not gravitate towards it. That's because they may not want it. But if you pray long enough for that person, they're going to gravitate more and more. They're going to keep on hearing it. And people are going to keep on sowing and sowing and sowing that seed so somebody can keep on planting and watering that seed so they can blossom into this beautiful rose, this beautiful flower, something so beautiful that we can't even create in ourselves. It's something that the Lord has to blossom inside of you because without him, we are just going to be nothing but flesh. We are nothing but a dirt. We are nothing but the, the world's, um, the core of the world. We are the world. But the Lord is putting in us that soul and that righteousness, and he has so much in us that can give peace to mankind, peace to each and every one that we run into if we're nice to them or not. And I thank God for that tonight. Man. But Psalm thirty four fourteen says, in order to have peace, depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. What are we pursuing? We're pursuing peace. And who is that peace? That is God. God is peace, and he is going to give you that peace as long as you are seeking after it and departing from evil. Like I said before, we cannot have that peace that we so want and have evil on us already. We can't do crime. We cannot kill somebody. We can't, we can't fornicate. We can't cause adultery. We can't do all of these crazy stuff and then expect, expect peace to come our way. Because my mother was just telling me, you reap what you sow. And if you reap, you're going to reap something if you do something bad. You're going to reap something bad. You're going to reap something evil towards you if you plant a seed that is evil and unrighteous and, and uncanny to anybody that you do it to. But if you plant that good seed, that peaceful seed, then watch all of these great things come your way. So why are we still killing people today? What is the point? Nowadays, people are killing each other over video games. Mm-hmm. People are killing each other over money issues, the, the root of all evil, money. But we're never seeking peace. Where is the peace now? We need to start seeking God more. We need to start keeping the Sabbath holy. And that's another way, that's another time I'm actually um, making today another prayer chat day because I wanted to keep the Sabbath holy. It's a disgrace to see the Sabbath turn into something that's praising sin and people doing their own thing, drinking one the next day and going to different places each and every day, the clubs, the parties, and just knocking themselves out with weed and alcohol and stuff. It's a shame nowadays how the world has gotten. But let's keep the word holy. Everybody can see all these GDs and all that, but you can't say the name of Jesus on television anymore? 
Look how the world is just changing. They're making the whole world revolve around sin and making the devil a god, basically, and putting God back in the threshold of, of somewhere that you don't even know where he is anymore. People are trying to take the name of Jesus out of each and every school now so kids can grow up not knowing of his word but of the evolutions of things, how we came from apes and stuff now. This is not right. We have to continue to pursue that peace, and that is God. Mm-hmm. The 1 Corinthians 14 says, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. Each and every church that is instilled in us, each and every church that is built up, it doesn't matter what type of church you go to. It does not matter where you go to in the church. The church that we should be most concerned about is the one that we are damaging every single day. Mm-hmm. That church can get rotted. That church could get juice spilled on the carpet in the inside, but that doesn't matter because will that be taken up to heaven? No, it won't. That is something down here for the people who need it most and something where all of the worshipers, all of the believers can just get together and start believing in Christ and start coming towards his throne because the end of days is coming where he's coming from a church that cannot get a spot or wrinkled on it. He's coming back for the church that is in us. Do you know how incredible that is? We have a church built inside of us that can never be unbroken. We have a church that can never be harmed by Satan's dirty little antics. But each and every day sometimes we misuse it and we use it for the wrong purposes and the wrong reasons. God has gifted us with a certain power. Each and every person on this earth has a gift from God, and we are using it and misusing it each and every day. So that way, when the peace doesn't come our way, look what you are doing. Don't blame God for a mistake that you are making. And if you want that peace, you must automatically seek him. If you don't want to seek him, then get to the back of the line, because I want to get there. I want to get in the front of the line. Let somebody else get in the front if you're going to just hold up that time. We must continue to just let the Lord just just continue to gravitate towards us because he already has his arms open for us. So what are we waiting for? He's there from the start, from the finish. He was there at your birth. He's going to be there till your death. And I know that the Lord is here right now because I just feel him all up in my body. I feel him all up inside the room. There is no antic of the, of the devil's trick that's going to work on anybody and my family or yours. As long as that peace is instilled in you, there is nothing that can touch your church. There is nothing that can touch you in any form or fashion. And I thank God for that because without him, this would not be possible. Thank you, Lord. And now I end off with the scripture, 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 16. Now the Lord of peace himself give you peace always by all means. The Lord be with you all. Mm -hmm. He's going to be with you all, church. The Lord is already with you all because after this prayer chat goes off, which is in a few more minutes, the Lord is going to be all up in your home. Thank you. Allow him in your heart. Allow him in your church because I do not want anybody to be captured by the grapple of sin. I don't want Satan to catch up to you when it's too late because the time is here. We don't want to be in in the rapture tomorrow, say, if it happens. And then you're still in sin, not fixed up yet. We have all of the time and so little time left before the Lord comes back. It is time for us to start straightening ourselves up now. Because without him, if we do not do our duties, 
if we do not do what God intended for us to do now, then we will not have a chance of getting into heaven. Praise God. So let's continue to get right. <clears throat> let's continue to walk towards that throne. Let's continue to watch out for every single thing that Satan has in our way and block it because there's nothing that he can do to harm us and there's nothing that he can do that can kill us. And I thank God for that tonight. Hallelujah. Let's just give God a wonderful praise. Thank you. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. At this time, I'm going to turn it over to my grandmother, Apostle Reva Cheney. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Thank you, Jesus. And all that's within me. Let us praise his holy name. Thank you, God. I am so honored to be here with my two grandsons. Oh, thank you, God. That was LJ. And Walter, they talked about patience and peace. I would like to add on to patience and peace, joy. They gave a word. Walter talked about praying. Be patient in prayer. Don't be so fast to want God to answer you when you really didn't ask him the right question. L.J. talked about peace. You need the peace of God that passes all of our understanding. Mm-hmm. If you're not living right, you won't have peace. If you're not praying right, you can't be patient. And the word of God said he's the joy of our salvation. <laughs> if you're not saved, what kind of joy do you have? This joy is the joy that the world can't give you and the world can't take it away. We take this time to ask you, wherever you are, if you are not already accepted the Lord in your life, won't you do so right now? All you got to do right now is say it in your heart. Lord, I want you to come and take me. Yes. Take away my sins, God. Take away my anger. Take away my disappointments, God. Yes, God. I give it to you, God. Make me new right now. And if you said these words and you believe it, you are Heavenly Father, we do thank you right now. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for your word that has went forth. We ask God that you breathe on every person that's on this line. Lord, we ask you to go into the hedges and the byways, God, and help us to go follow you there. Yes, Not on our own. That's why we have a problem. We try to reach out to people on our own, but God, help us to follow your ways. Order our steps in you tonight that our loved ones might hear the word of God, that our friends and our families might hear the precious word of you, God. And we're just going to thank you right now. We ask that you ask these two young men, leave this talk to that you go with them and strengthen them. We ask that everyone that's on the line 
that as they hang up from this line, yes, they stay connected to you, God. Yes. And, Lord, we're just going to thank you yes, in the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for coming again tonight. God bless you all. And for me and Walter, we just like to say we love you. Thank you, Apostle Reva, and my grandmother for coming on again. I just thank you all once again. I love you all and have a very, very blessed night. Good night. Good night, everybody. I like Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.